Hello, me lovelies. It's me, Ned Natter, with the famously unpasteurized and unfiltered Ned Natter radio show, ready to brighten your day. First up, it's great to be here again with you. It's time for a good old Natter with an international flavour. But remember, I don't chat about the regular news and current affairs. Oh no, I'm here to give you a break from it all. Yep, a good laugh, even when it's only once a week on a Wednesday. <laughs> Remember though, you can listen to all these shows again. Yep, they're all safe here's podcasts at nednatter.com. Yep, okay, well, put everything down. No, everything, I mean you too. Come on, it's time for the Ned Natter Show, and you can't miss this. <laughs> this week on the Ned Natter Show from Florida, we've had a week with the wife Elsie's birthday, and believe me, that's good for no one. She expects big presents, big eats, and a big party. Oh dear, and what we've had down here in the south is big eats and even bigger drama. Yeah, either way, I'm sure you're going to love me all this perpendicularly packed show. More so, we take a look at those other crazy regular features and callers from around the world too that you'll only hear, that's right, here on the impact show. <laughs> here at Two Medicine Farm, or what's now loosely referred to, as Ned Natter's Florida Island, we've had an odd week indeed. Yep, that's right. There's no odder place on earth, I can tell you. Add to that, we've got something important to say right now for you up front. Yeah, this week I want to say thank you to all you, me lovely listeners, for listening to Ned Natter's show. You know, i got time to think, and some days, even in those often awful moments, I truly believe that humour is one thing nobody can take away from us. Yep, we managed to survive it all. And what have we got left, eh? That's right, nothing but a strong pulse and funny bones. <laughs> On the other hand, the wife Elsie is often very funny but far from humorous, yeah. She's just funny in that good old peculiar way. This past week she celebrated her birthday, yep. She's getting older, bigger and more miserable as the years roll on by. <laughs> You know, I'm not even sure how old she is now. I've lost uh, count, to be honest with you, but rather than cutting her down and counting the rings, I'm sticking to that safe staple. Yep, the 21 again statement, eh? Yep, can't go far wrong with that, can I? <laughs> Add to that, I'm still being haunted by that hideous relic from the Dark Ages. Yep, <laughs> me and my hideous mother-in-law. The monster, or M-I-L for short, yep, Satana Troglodyte, she's here, you know, the other shocker on the sofa still. <laughs> she's given up on birthdays as such, you know, oh dear, well, yeah, she got bored with everyone asking her what she did in the Middle Ages, <laughs> and how she actually managed to survive as a victim of the plague. <laughs> on the other hand, the wife... Oh, I just had to humour her, didn't I? And put on some kind of show. And I made it into a joint party for Elsie and Satana. Yeah. First up, though, I bought the wife a mirror. Yep, a very small one. Well, might be cruel, but I need a bit of fun too, you know. <laughs> See, the MIL broke Elsie's other full-length mirror. Yep, she looked at it. It makes no sense to me. Oh, no, after all, a reflection doesn't show up in mirrors to begin with. <laughs> anyway... I gave up on the embarrassment of shopping for anything intimate or personal like laundry in her sizes way back. Yeah, that's right. I'm talking about the missus here again, yeah. If you remember way back, that assistant just laughed at me when I gave her Elsie's sizes in feet rather than inches. I end up with a face redder than half the panties on display. Oh dear. You know, 
If I was even considering clothes right now, I'd have to go and find, uh, you know, maybe a tent or sailmaker. You know, sure for LCI, I'd need to get an estimate up front too, or I'd be out of pocket. <laughs> anyway, I conceded and up sticking to more reliable gift ideas, yep. <laughs> yep, she doesn't have to try and fit into a six month supply of her favourite gourmet chockies. <laughs> All she has to do is the opposite, yep, fit them into her mouth. Believe me, that's the easiest and perhaps only thing she does around here most days anyway. <laughs> of course, then there's the common dilemma. Yep, the idea of buying a gift for someone you really don't like at all. And before you think of all the unusual, banal suggestions, you're not thinking about the mother-in-law. No, socks are no good. She's got at least six toes. Yep, those cheap, cheerful, smelly bubble bath and personal bath time sets are out. She's really out of swamp water. On the food front, though, she's pretty much omnivorous, I suppose, but prefers live prey. And I really don't like that kind of mess on me living room carpet. <laughs> so I scratched me head on this one for sure. I went online, looked in the local town in the stores and even around the farm. I even thought about giving her me farm and ding-dang as a pet. <laughs> but then that'd only make the wife jealous, wouldn't it? So I racked me brains for a few more days until I found something she'd find useful and maybe need sometime in the near future. Yep, I bought her a very nice coffin with a screw down lid and all the usual trimmings. <laughs> the birthday party was just like any other, you know, here on the farm, yeah. <laughs> the wife likes to see lots of guests. See, she really believes that folks actually like her and want to come to a party of their own free will. <laughs> but to be honest, I just invite everyone I can think of. They show up anyway for the free food, drink and a great laugh. Yep, there's nothing more amusing than a drunk version of our Elsie. Yep, with her mother in tow, it looks more like a bleeding circus round here. No, 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 there's no high wire act, I can tell you that. They destroy me ceiling and the roof if they did that kind of performance. <laughs> I'm thinking more, you know, traditional, yeah, that's it. A couple of cavorting elephants without a ringmaster. <laughs> I always sneak out unnoticed from the dreaded, noisy, unsociable crowd. Add to that, I always seem to attract the kind of drunks that can just never shut up. I mean, they make me political commentating neighbour and now candidate old Rush look tame by comparison. <laughs> I don't know why drunks love the sound of their own voices, you know. But I've always wanted to record them, you know, and play them back the next day to humiliate them. <laughs> Worst part of the whole birthday thing is that it clashed with old Nan's bingo day. We didn't only have the usual mob here. Oh no, we had an extra dozen duds floating around. And believe me, the last thing I want to know about is their medical complaints, appliances, operations and incontinence. Yeah. <laughs> That's the reason for all those small dogs, see, you know. Yep, yep. They can blame the little mutts for the mystery puddles <laughs> and the unpleasant bursts of untimely gas. <laughs> oh dear. But that's not the affair, is it? There's all that chat about ex-husbands, dead husbands and sick husbands. Yeah, you know, by far I'd say being a dead husband is truly a lucky escape after having to listen to dud confessionals 24-7. <laughs> 
Then there was the cake. Yeah, I must mention item, I can tell you. Yep, larger than life and twice as fruity. It's got to the point where I decided that candles would be an absolute joke, you know. For one, the wife is always so anxious to sink her choppers into the cake, she forgets to blow out the candles first and ends up burning her mouth. <laughs> On the other hand, she always makes the same wish. Yep, she wishes she could have the entire cake to herself. <laughs> and to be honest, after she sent her hideous breath onto the icing, not many people really want to try it anyway. This year I decided to ditch the candles and put my blowtorch in the middle. Well, it saves on the wax and the wife stood no chance of blowing it out either. <laughs> of course, on the other hand, the wife's best buddy beyond it, that's beyond it, Brandy Washington, or BBW to her friends, yet another cake devourer, or should I say demolisher of the first order, and of course, full-time, fully paid-up member of the Feed Me Too movement, and of course, devoted all-you-can-eat buffet fan, along with her skinny hubby old Frank, the 24-hour plumber and absolute obsessed stuffer fan. You know, they're still here, despite the promises about moving to their newly remodelled home. Hmm. Oh dear, the remodelling seems to have slowed to a near sandstill. Yeah. Yep, apparently the contractors aren't happy about working in the hot weather. To be honest, I just think they're not happy about working full stop you know see they reckon skinny frank's a taskmaster he expects them to work for more than two hours a day added to that he doesn't like them drinking on the job either so i guess it's roll on december at this rate <laughs> either way despite the usual drama that seems to spew out me farmhouse like a badly written broadway musical and staying with me regular farmhouse trials and tribulations for a while me farm dog, Young Clay, the dog version of a flea motel, is no longer plaguing me farmhouse. Yeah, or forcing skinny old Frank to give him fast food either. Oh no, he's taken up residence inside the tin can trailer home of Quinton, me camper artist, part-time farmhand, and a devoted guitar-plucking partner, Coagulate. <laughs> yeah, they're back here on the farm and creating plenty of that aforesaid drama, I can tell you. Quinton the artist and art expert is back to painting. Yep. He wanted to do a portrait of the wife this year as a birthday gift, but sadly couldn't get his hands on a big enough canvas. <laughs> yep, you know, it's strange really, and he's the one always trying to tell me, or should I sell me on the idea of perspective? <laughs> so I guess it's back to me sailmaker remark, or was it just the circus big top I was thinking about? I don't know. Oh dear. Anyway, add to that, he's noticed some unusual effects on his latest work. In every brushstroke, he's got a little black mark, here and there the size of a pinhead. That's right, he unwittingly moved into the world of abstract mixed media art by including me fan dog clays fleas in every painting. <laughs> it gives every one of those paintings an unusual texture and makes every one of his nude male models itch. <laughs> you know, Quentin gets quite spiteful when his models just won't stand still. Trouble is, they're always on the op with clays multitudinous fleas hopping on and off at their leisure. By the time Quinton arrives to look for the fleas, they've already vanished, or otherwise quit the spots one and tries to slap it. When he gets angry, the models assume he's just using any excuse to slap him and get away with it. <laughs> oh dear. Once word gets around, Quinton's plentiful supply of models will be drying up pretty fast. <laughs>
Well, I suppose unless he finds a few that enjoy good slapping. This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. By the way, and away from the troubles of protecting your property from unwanted visitors and the like, I've got a new little feature on my show this week, and it's called Dolly's Dates. Before you ask, no, fortunately, me daughter, young Dolly, is not dating yet. Either way, when she does finally get into that bad habit, <laughs> I'll be getting me private arsenal organised too. Yeah, actually, added to that, I'd say background checks, urine samples, psychometric tests, and a full DNA research assessment. Yeah, it'll be in order, won't it? Oh dear, I digress. No, she's not dating, but she's always quoting. So I decided to harness her endless stream of chatter in one direction and have her tell us about a memorable date from the past each week. So here goes. This time, Dolly reminds us that back in 1606, Rembrandt was born, yeah, interesting. You know, Quentin, our resident painter, likes to paint slabs of meat too. Only the living kind. (laughs) See, that's probably the only piece of Rembrandt's work that really sticks in my mind. You know, the slaughtered ox, it's called, yeah. Dolly also says that this week in 1955, Disneyland opened. You know, we're very close to Disneyland here. Adds that me farm's full of folks dress up like characters from a cartoon too <laughs> oh dear. anyway there's one more yeah it's the anniversary of the on who would i say the unknown year of dolly's mother yeah rlc's birth <laughs> not exactly an event of international significance i can tell you but an event all the same <laughs> anyway it's an odd combination dolly but thanks We'll keep those dates in mind. After all, this place looks like a Rembrandt painting of Disneyland. Yep, the slaughtered ox and the wife Elsie feature heavily most days. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. That, of course, brings me well rapidly to someone else who's probably got the chance of being a great artist model here. If you were looking to paint, an old dried up sponge that is. <laughs> naturally or even unnaturally, I've still got me antique, 95 year old mother, old Nan, right here on the farm. <laughs> she lives to gamble and has her eyes set on the big old lotto prize this week. She's been fishing around for winning numbers all week and trying to get me poor old, though very lucky pet pig old Bill to come up with a winner. <laughs> On the other hand, Nan's best gambling drinking buddy, that's Toshiko Suzuki. Yep, she's me lawyer, brother and black sheep of the family, Nelson Natter's wife and Beverly Hills sex or sign is now one of three-year-old grandmother. Yep, another long-lasting specimen. Anyway, as you know, they're both drinking, smoking, gambling and doing things like that most days. Well, Nan and Toshiko, after getting plenty of publicity on my show, yep, <laughs> they've set up a new group of duds visiting every week for their old nan's bingo friday here on the farm <laughs> add to that they decided to intimidate the unsuspecting dud lineup with a surprise poker game instead this week under nan's spell or was it just the threat of a new martial arts skills i don't know they had no choice but to comply anyway they all left broke <laughs> 
and Nan even handed me a bag of jewellery to sell, along with a bunch of post-dated checks too. <laughs> yep, the old crow's looking more like a mugger every day. <laughs> you know, I don't see the duds returning next week for some strange reason, do you? <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Anyway, thinking of hideous nightmares like me rather bizarre moaning old mother and her various crooked obsessions, I'm still having those really weird dreams. They return with a vengeance like never before. Add to that, the weirdest ones always arrive when I'm having a nice nap. Never in bed. This time, though, I'd settled down in my farm office. It was on the night of Elsie's party, and by then, most of the guests had either fizzled out, vanished, or just passed out on the floor. <laughs> I quickly dozed off, and in my dream, I was disappearing off into a place I'd rather be. Yet, I was sitting at the end of the catwalk, one of those famous lingerie modelling shows. You know, the most famous ones. Yeah, you know what I mean. Had my eyes glued all those skinny women in skimpy outfits strutting towards me. Then, suddenly, stage lights dimmed and I thought I was in for a surprise. Yet, maybe something superb from this year's latest collection. Naturally, there I was thinking about half-cut bras, thongs and g-strings. And then I heard these loud bangs and a kind of haunting music. Well, I suppose singing, maybe. The lights went up, and there before me eyes was the wife Elsie and beyond it, modelling the latest in lingerie. Ah! (laughs) Super-sized lingerie, hidden in amongst all those folds. I woke with a very nasty stat. My heart was going double time. To be honest, it was like going from happy to travel sickness in a split second. (laughs) I looked up, and there they were. The terrible twosome, drunk and singing to me at the door. It was an hideous sight, I can tell you. The only upside was that they were wearing stupid grins and not the aforementioned lingerie. This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. On the other hand, still on the subject of bad dreams and misfortune, me scruffy fireman Ding Dang spent most of his time this week getting into a drunken rage with skinny old Frank at Elsie's party. <laughs> After all, he reckons if Frank hadn't showed up, He'd have still been in with a chance with Beyond It. At the time, you know, Beyond It might have been desperate, but she wasn't that stupid. Either way, poor old Ding Dang was ready to get into battle with Skinny Frank. That was until Beyond It took up the gauntlet on Frank's behalf and sat on Ding Dang. He wasn't going anywhere fast after that, I can tell you. All he could do was lay there and we heard his muffled cries, which resulted despite the drama of acting stupid when he already is in that unforgettable little feature on the show. So here's Ding Dang's southern quote. I'm going to tan your hide. Oh dear. <laughs> These were his last words before passing out. After all, it was beyond its oversized hide 
was suffocating him half to death. And that's a big oh dang right there. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Me blind neighbour old Lonnie and you to swing our old Fred's home is still the oddest venue in North Florida for a swingers party every Saturday night. It's called, you know, Fred. Sometimes, you know, I wish I didn't. <laughs> it's the same old drill every week. Bring a bottle, bring your wife or girlfriend and a potluck dish for the free-flowing buffet. Fred mingles with the swingers. That's his potluck experience. And old Lonnie dodges the guests, eats the free food, along, of course, with his own contribution, which this week included... One of his absolute favourites, or what he likes to call a meaty mashup. <laughs> oh it gets worse every time. Lonnie told me it's the best selection of fresh roadkill he's ever eaten. Oh dear. <laughs> so when Saturday finally rolled around, Fred told me this week's theme was the big and tall swinger party. Oh well, that sounded more like the after effects of Fred visiting the wife's birthday bash. <laughs> The worst part was seeing the party guests arriving, and yes, worse still, the wife and beyond it were in the lineup. Yep, they casting a shadow over the other guests too, I can tell you. But sure enough, there were plenty of competition in the larger than average swing of stakes. Yeah, that was until Satana, the mother-in-law, showed and scared everyone away. Yep, even the host left from his own home. Oh dear, the only remaining couple were Lonnie and Satana sitting down obliviously and gleefully with a plate of meaty mashed up roadkill. <laughs> anyway, after seeing that lot, I headed home with poor old Fred in hot pursuit. Pretty fast too. <laughs> well, on the family front, when she's not complaining about, well, just pick a subject and she complains. Me 95-year-old, rather old nan, the miserable old crew herself, has a little feature on me show. Your old nan remembers. Oh dear, it's a little bout of what's professionally termed reminiscence therapy. <laughs> this time, old nan remembers the time when she still could. <laughs> so I asked the old crow, still could what, nan? She just groaned back at me through a cloud of cigarette smoke and whiskey. You know what I mean, young Ned, she says. I remember when I still could. So I said, OK, Nan, very funny, but I thought you were past it. Past what, Ned, she says. I said, past it, obviously. So she just snarled back at me. You've got a dirty mind, young Ned, she says. <laughs> I was remembering when I could still tie up my own shoelaces, she said. Oh, dear, I don't want to see her try that either. See, every time she bends that far forward, her teeth drop out. This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Well, that lovely tiny old music means it's time again for me book reviews. Yep, I get me hands on a few and I feature them right here on my show. Just remember, I've got a great system here. Yep, if a book's shite, it goes on me composty. Sometimes if it's really bad, you have to burn it. Middle of Road books go in the giveaway charity box and the good or reasonable ones usually stay on the farm library shelf. I hope that's all nice and clear for you. (laughs) 
Okay then, well this week I ended up without a regular book. Oh dear, yeah. I found a small book though left in my mailbox in plain brown wrapping, a kind of plain brown envelope I suppose you'd say. For a minute I thought I'd ended up with some of me swinger neighbour old Fred's mail again. You know, he still gets his weekly plain brown envelopes, yeah. Anyway, inside I discovered something far more shocking than that. It's called The Nixon Manifesto for America by Rush Lewis Clark, Waterford Nixon III. <laughs> yep, and you could never miss that name, could you, anywhere? <laughs> Me neighbour old Rush, yep, he's put pen to paper and then worse still, had his 60 pages of verbal diarrhoea printed. <laughs> you know, this is an interesting book, particularly if you've got nothing else to read right now. Mm, it offers me political commentating neighbours' views on what's wrong and how he's going to put it right. <laughs> Some of his ideas are highly original, I'll give him that. I like the line about dispersing protesters with job applications rather than tear gas. Hmm. I liked his views on cheaper gas and free markets, but I wasn't so sure about his ideas of redistricting the boundaries for voters. It seems the Democrats end up with most of the Electoral College votes coming from somewhere way out in either the Atlantic or Pacific Oceans. <laughs> then again, you know, nothing's fair in war and politics, is it? Anyway, I think I'll leave it right there. And you know, I've decided to keep this one on my farmhouse library shelf. Well, anyway, you know, I love a bit of comedy on a cold winter evening. <laughs> Well, me lovelies, that's all on me book review feature this time around. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday. You can find all me shows again at nednatter.com. i got a listener favourite coming up right now. Yep, me anomalies from around the world feature. This time we're heading off to India again. Yeah, it seems to be a great source of anomalies for sure. But you'll be happy to hear it's not another tasteless, distasteful, revolting foodie one, but it's highly odd for sure. So back to India for the Jali Katu Festival. Yeah, well, this is certainly a festival that has come under plenty of scrutiny over the last few years. On the other hand, it's been celebrated for more than 2,000 years. Yeah, so basically a very unhappy bull is released into a crowd of people who then try to jump on its back and stay on there for as long as possible. The plan is to stop the bull, <laughs> but it really works. <laughs> and there have been plenty of gruesome accidents and even deaths over the years. Oh dear. You know, that's up there we're trying to ride on the mother-in-law's back. <laughs> This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday. You can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Well, now we're heading to England. Yep, see, I got a call from Nigel Ponce, the arrogant old catfish-faced gentleman farmer. Me brother young buck skipped the USA and manages Ponce's old farm on his rambling estate. After living in Pennsylvania for 15 years... But naturally picked up plenty of American expressions and he really enjoys confusing Ponce with them. <laughs> Ponce has to call me for an explanation. See, he hasn't got the internet in the manner. Just good old-fashioned manners. So how could I leave the subject of Nigel Ponce without mentioning me special feature right here on the Nenat Show? It's called American for Foreigners. After all, Ponce finds most regular phrases and sayings Oh dear, well, here goes American for Foreigners with me arrogant British aristocratic contributor. 
First up though, here's his latest voicemail message. You have messages. Well, I'm this Nigel Ponce calling you from England. Yes, the old gout is still slowing me down and unfortunately it's not helped by the fact that I just couldn't resist the new sherry. Anyway, I was trying to tell your brother Buck about how I want things done when he said if he had his brothers. Yes, brothers. And it does sound absolutely ridiculous. Anyway, Ned, can you tell me what an S he's talking about? So I haven't a clue. All I want to know is whether Buck has actually developed an entirely new language behind my back. And I can't get a modicum of sense out of him. So perhaps you could call me back, Ned, and let me know. Thank you so much, old chap. Goodbye. <laughs> you know, I just love the way he introduces himself on my voicemail. It's as if I actually know someone else who sounds just like him. <laughs> anyway, let me translate it for you, Nigel. This time, Buck says if he had his druthers. <laughs> of course, you think Buck's deliberately confusing you, don't you? Well, this is a weird expression in a way, but totally different from what you'd imagine. See, it means if he had his way or his choice yeah it's that simple but highly odd i understand it comes from shortening or should i say merging of the words would rather add to that my brother burke has been speaking his own language for years only when he's drunk it's totally unintelligible <laughs> either way i hope that makes some kind of sense to you nigel added to that we hope you'll lay off the sherry and return to better health really soon <laughs> This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Me lovely neighbour, young Alice Jones, invited me over for our weekly vegan cake and fair trade coffee sit down. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. <laughs> Young Alice was in happy-go-lucky mood this week. Yep, she'd adopted 20 ducks. (laughs) Yep, ducks. One of the neighbours decided to move from their house and was heading to a beach condo to live where apparently the rules and regulations state that no ducks are allowed on the 15th floor. (laughs) Actually, when I looked again, they don't even allow cats and dogs either. Anyway, maybe sneaking in one duck might have worked, but 20... Well, it's going to kick up one of the fuss and drive the neighbour quackers. <laughs> On the other hand, though, Alice reminded me of how we should all take more notes to the ones of nature and baffled me again with a really bizarre statement around the blue. Yeah, ducks can close one eye and put half their brain to sleep. Yeah, it's amazing. It's, in, it's true they can shut down half and use the other half and the other eye to keep open and looking out for predators. That's amazing. It all. My and Ding Dang, on the other hand, can shut down his entire brain, yep, and with his eyes wide open too. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, I digress there a bit. As always, Alice's coffee, cake and company was reliably nice. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com.
Aren't we lovelies? It's time for this week's questions and odd news items from you, my listeners. Yep, I got it all here on the Ned Natter Show. <laughs> well, this week I got a last-minute call from Maggie in Minnesota. She called me to chat about this really odd story. Scientists have found an enzyme in the gut of a beetle larvae that can help break down polystyrene. Yeah, Apparently, they can actually eat the polystyrene and then break it down with this special bacteria in their guts. Helping possibly with a major plastic waste problem, and polystyrene's definitely one of them, isn't it? Oh, well, that's quite good news, I suppose. The wife and beyond it, on the other hand, are already digesting styrofoam quite well. Yeah. <laughs> it's what I call biting off more you can chew, you know. Yeah, <laughs> with their daily fast food intake, they're sure to do that. Oh, dear. <laughs> This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Hey, dubious Command Agent 50% is lining me up with a new ad this week, and he's got something really odd this time around. <laughs> oh dear, anyway, here it goes. Here at Don't Get Mad Inc. Doing Businesses Get Even Services, we've got a unique special offer right now. Just go to our website now at yourangermanagedtoday.com and find our latest offerings. That's right, we keep it real and real simple here. Just sign up for our unique anger management plan today. We take anger seriously and know how it feels to be angry. But now, with our unique plans, you can finally get even two. Yep, subcontract it right here. You get angry and we'll send one of our fully trained experts to handle the getting even side on your behalf. And you can't beat a deal like that, can you? That's right, you let us do the beating. And all at very reasonable rates too. But wait, that's not all. Our top three national sales managers, smack bang and wallop... A special offer and just for Ned Nat Show listeners. Yep, with every new mad to even plan this week only, they'll send you a 20% off coupon to use the next time you blow your stack. <laughs> so, visit us today and remember our motto get as mad as you like and we'll get even. Oh, you know, I wasn't expecting that one at all. You know, if I booked their service every time I got mad around here, I'd be bankrupt in a week. <laughs> so now every time I get mad, I'm just going to taunt the mother-in-law instead. Yep, that makes it nice and even for sure. <laughs> anyway, away from me crazy ideas, I've got me last words here for you. Look after our little planet. It's the only one we got right now. Oh dear. This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. And whichever way you dice it, this show is unpasteurised and unfiltered. But that's all me lovelies, and on that note, we better go. So until next time, remember, farm as are getting older, some more than others. It's time some new blood came down on the farm and gave us an hand. Shite matters, without us, you wouldn't have anything to eat. Without me, your Wednesdays won't be much fun. <laughs> In the meantime, you can find me and all my radio shows at nednatter.com. Yep, they're all safe use podcast too. Add to that, there's me social media links. So come by and say hi. It'll be great to hear from you. 
Thanks so much for listening. It's been a pleasure chatting with you again. And I hope you'll join me on the Nednat Show soon. So until then, keep a smile on your face, think positive, and don't sweat the small stuff. The grass is not always green on the other side. It might just be a freeway. <laughs> Goodbye, me lovelies. <laughs> The Ned Natter Show is written and presented by me, Ned Natter. The show is produced and recorded live in Florida, USA by Doris Billsborough. And the Ned Natter Show is managed and represented by Grace Windsor at Nexus Media.